This podcast is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network, and it's also proud to be from Texas. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This is the 2v2, 2v2 podcast. Sunny, Dave, and Steve. Everybody, this is Michael on 2BT. Special episode here with Michael, our foreign correspondent from Germany, talking about the movie Bloodshot. So enjoy. Good evening, good morning, and good night, Nerdy Legion. Hello. It is I, Michael from Germany. It is not the Michael from Texas, but thanks to that Michael for letting me share the feed today or this evening or whenever you're listening to this. I'm coming to you from Europe, uh, where we got the Bloodshot movie a little bit earlier than you folks in the States, so I'm going to share my first impressions on Bloodshot, the movie. It is finally here. I can confirm. I have seen it. I am going to give you um, a chance now to take a break from this podcast episode, because in a moment I'm going to issue the official nerdy legion spoiler warning i'm gonna give you uh my first thoughts my impressions but without any spoilers although to be honest i'm guessing um a lot of people who listen to this podcast have also got some interest in valiant and let me say you probably know the background to this movie uh better than i do and so for you it won't be that spoilery maybe but um for anyone who's new to Valiant Comics, welcome. Glad to have you on board. Go and see this movie. Without any spoilers, I can happily say, go see this movie. It's a cool movie. Um, it's a bit different to what you might be expecting. Uh, if you're expecting anything, it's not your typical uh, Vin Diesel movie, maybe. I'm not a, I'm not an expert, but I've, I've seen a couple of his movies. Yeah, I like them, but uh, I'm not a huge fan of his I wouldn't say this is uh, totally typical for him. So go see it if you like him. Uh, Check out something a bit different. Straight away, I'll give this one five uh, nanite-infused thumbs up. This is a fun movie. It is packed with action. Um, It stars Vin Diesel, a couple of other interesting uh, actors who you may have heard of. So it's starring, uh, who's that? Sam Hugan, Huygen, how do you say it? Uh, he's great. Aza Gonzalez, Toby Kebbell, and Guy Pierce. A lot of British guys in this film, which I, I'm not sure I, I like. It seems like all the British guys are the bad guys. I'll get back to that in a minute. I'm the British Michael, by the way. Never been to Texas, although, hey, I, there's a first time for everything. Who wants to have me over there? No, but there's a lot of good, fun acting in this movie. I'd say it is an action movie. It is, a a bit of a different superhero movie than you might be expecting. So, um, Valiant Comics, for those who don't know, is like the third in the lineup of shared superhero universes, or maybe it kind of used to be in the 1990s. Um, not sure how that looks nowadays, but you've got Marvel and DC up there with, um, Batman and, uh, on the other hand, you've got Superman and all that jazz. And then in the 90s, they started up uh, this new thing called Valiant Comics um, with some old superheroes, uh, very old ones, and some newer ones. 
and Bloodshot was one of the most popular. I think it's fair to say we've got um, the plot of the movie according to Wikipedia, according to Sony Entertainment there. I think it must be pretty clear by now. Let me just give you the rundown. So it says here, after he and his wife are suddenly assassinated, Marine Ray Garrison, played by Vin Diesel, uh, is reborn by a team of scientists. Enhanced with nanotechnology, he becomes a superhuman, biotech killing machine, bloodshot. As Ray first trains with fellow super soldiers, he struggles to recall anything from his previous years. But when his memories flood back and he remembers the man that killed both him and his wife, he breaks out of the facility, hell-bent on revenge, only to discover there's more to the conspiracy than he originally felt. That sums up the first part of the movie. I thought the first part of the movie was action-packed, uh, more than enough to set up the whole thing. And um, it really gives you enough uh, feeling of the story and the kind of universe that we're in to understand what's happening in the rest of the movie. So without, again, this is the part without the spoilers, so don't worry, and you will get a warning in just a few minutes um, without scaring you too much. Here uh, is my take on it without spoilers. So this movie has actually been coming uh, since 2012. We have been waiting for this movie now for eight years, almost 10 years. Um, so I went in there with big expectations I was kind of expecting more uh, horror, a bit more violence, I guess I could say. Um, and in a way, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Like, there's a lot of suspense in the movie. There's some kind of really intense uh, moments, like action um, suspense moments, I would say. And uh, really incredible uh, special effects. The special effects in this movie do not get in the way. Like if you're if you're not a fan of really um, over the top uh, computer effects and kind of like just um, that special effects for their own sake, I want to say then this is a this is a nice movie. I felt it was really understated. the The technology kind of effects are more like. Um, I felt like I wanted to say cyberpunk style effects. I mean, the main character is like a cyborg, right? So a lot of the effects are along those lines. And the wild kind of out there uh, technology ideals, uh, ideas, they're more along those lines than really um, uh, in your face kind of sci-fi stuff, people flying around or whatever in, in the air. That's not what this movie's about. Um, it's more like kind of an action thriller, I would say. Um, again, without spoiling too much, because there's more to it. The music as well kind of fits in really nicely. A lot of it is kind of typical, your kind of classic, immediate music, or um, what is the word for that type of music? This typical theme, uh, movie music that's like everywhere these days. I love one of the composers in that area, Two Steps From Hell, that kind of stuff. Um, like epic music, that's the word, yeah. Um, so some of it is like that and kind of, um, electronic stuff, but, um, not all of it. It's kind of atmospheric. It's, it goes with the kind of the look and the feel of this movie. 
was a bit surprising. If you've seen the trailers, the many different trailers, uh, you maybe won't be surprised. Like all these lush colors and the fantastic shots, like lingering shots of these landscapes and things. That's all in the movie. It's really, um, it's really kind of this symphony of color almost. Seems strange to be saying that about a, a, an action movie like this, but it's true. They really went to town on, um, like using colors like in one scene, there's a lot of white and red, which of course is Bloodshot's colors, I guess, his um, signature. So maybe that's why. Um, I'm only just realizing. And then in these kind of dream-like sequences when he's meant to be happy, uh, the memories song, you know, like you see in the trailers. Um, then it's this golden yellow. Um, the costumes as well are awesome. Um, this kind of superhero costumes. They didn't really do like capes and stuff. They did more like a gritty uh, feeling to the whole superhero thing. So it's really kind of, um, yeah, it's like updating that cyberpunk thing, that kind of edgy thing from the 90s, right, late 80s into today's kind of idioms. And um, like I've recently tried to watch uh, Judge Dredd with uh, Stallone that version of Judge Dredd with uh, Sylvester Stallone. And although I could kind of feel like this is meant to be this awesome movie, and I, I really want to enjoy this, just like the whole aesthetic of it, I couldn't get into anymore because that's, I feel like that's kind of been done. But the way they the way they did this movie, I was more reminded of stuff like um, the Logan movie. I love that movie. Uh, just focusing on like one character and this is really, again, no spoilers, don't worry. But this is more like the origin story, I want to say, for this character. So um, it really focuses down on that. And I'll mention that a bit more after the spoiler warning. So, yeah, I mean, like, the lighting and the mood of everything in this movie. Again, you can kind of just enjoy it visually, you know. Um, there's something kind of a little bit arty in there. A little bit kind of like... Um, I don't want to say pretentious because it's not. Um, it's a really funny movie as well. There's a ton of jokes in there. There's a lot of different types of humor. As a British guy as well, I enjoyed the the very British humor. I was wrong earlier. It's not. There's not only bad guys who have a British accent. Um, also, one of the uh, one of the heroes is a British guy, and he's really funny. Um, there's a there's a lot of kind of in jokes. I felt like. Even like the cast and crew, whoever wrote, as they wrote this thing, it's Eric Heiser, isn't it? So the screenplay is by Eric Heiser and Jeff Wadlow. And I got the feeling like they put in a lot of in-jokes and things in there. So it's this kind of gritty cyberpunk, but with uh, a lot of humor, actually. A lot of action, a lot of thrills. Um, and really nice uh, cinematography, like interesting camera work and very kind of moody uh, colors and I, I don't know what I would say are the influences for this movie like clearly some uh, superhero stuff especially in the parts that you see you see it in the trailers already there's a lot of amazing uh, like robot arms and stuff like this that a lot of characters have there's some cool stuff that you don't see in the trailer and I'll say a bit about that after the spoiler warning there's some awesome stuff that if you like that kind of uh, cyber stuff, you need to see this part. 
that one of the heroes has. Yeah, there's a lot of that robotic stuff. Um, so it puts you in mind of more like uh, Robocop style movies, Terminator, of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not really that violent, actually. I mean, for nowadays, I guess. And it's very contained, actually. It's very kind of... Um, it's almost kind of haunting, you know, how um, contained and like minimalist the action is, the, the actual fighting and stuff. Um, the, the, the actual fights are very good as well. Okay, so I don't think I can say much more uh, about this if you don't want to get spoiled. If you're totally new to Bloodshot, the character, and do Valiant stuff, you're in for a treat because this is a great introduction, I think. Uh, this really introduces who is the character and introduces this RST uh, organization, this rising spirit technologies, uh, this sort of shady um, corporation uh, that makes weapons and like uh, super soldiers. That's that's again like this really kind of cyberpunk uh, feel that they brought to the foreground, I think. So you're going to enjoy that, I think. Yeah. And for Valiant fans, come on. I mean, you need to see this. Okay, so, uh, but you knew that already. So now I'm going to issue the official, it is patent pending, uh, but it is a registered trademark of Nerdy Legion. No, it isn't. Um, this is the spoiler warning, warning, warning. From here on in, you will be spoiled. If you have not seen the movie, pause this podcast and do not listen until you've seen the whole movie at least two times. And each time you got to bring another friend to see it. Okay, so um, what is cool about this Valiant uh, movie? It's a Valiant movie, finally, and they really, um, they really did, they really did Bloodshot right. Um, I had no idea if Vin Diesel was going to be good as Bloodshot, but I thought he was perfect. Um, I don't think he's a method actor or whatever. He's not like done any Shakespeare or whatever. I don't care if he if he had done actually, um, but I think he's just right for this movie. He he gave me the feeling of uh, Bloodshot from the comics. Um, he's super tough. He's super uh, super focused, strong, and he just um, doesn't say much. Doesn't need to really. Um, as a character, does he get much of a, an arc in this story? No, not really. <laughs> Um, but it works perfectly as a superhero movie. It's purely focused on this origin story of Ray Garrison, uh, which is like there was some debate about whether it's going to be him or whether it's going to be Angelo Mortali from the 90s comics. It's Ray Garrison, and um, that appears to be like his real identity in the movie. He even goes to visit his uh, real wife in the in the story. Uh, that was kind of like the weakest point of the story, maybe, for me. The least dramatic part, where he goes to see his wife, and he kind of sees that she's moved on, and, well, okay, fine. And then he decides to move on again, uh, as well. So, what it was meant to add, I'm not really sure. Um, uh, but that's fine. Uh, it's bloodshot. It doesn't need to be always um, these big revelations or something. Uh, the, the, the feeling of this, um, slightly weird and off the wall, um, valiant style of doing superheroes 
totally is there from the beginning, like this ultra-realistic uh, intro where Ray is going into this terrorist situation and then he himself gets kidnapped, taken hostage, and um, a dude comes out and puts on this dumb, ridiculous disco outfit and starts dancing around with a psycho killer in the background. That is so valiant. They did it so perfectly. Um, and then straight away when you find out that that's a simulation and uh, and uh, the boss of Rising Spirit is like a bit annoyed at his uh, his computer expert saying it's too cliched and stop putting in all these like um, movie cliches into the simulations was perfect, so valiant. Okay, it was sad that they don't have the rights to uh, Harbinger anymore. So according to Wikipedia, um, I can see here there the idea was to start off with Bloodshot and then build it up with Harbinger, like bring in the Psyots and build up to Harbinger Wars, which would have been great. But then again, do we need another Harbinger Wars? I mean, we have all the X-Men movies and, and all of this. I mean, in a, in a way, who cares, right? I mean, let, let's just be happy we got Bloodshot the movie. It would be amazing to get a, a film about Faith as well. I love Faith. A uh, great character. I could totally see her fitting into this vibe that they set up, with, which is a little bit scary, like a really movie, uh, moody kind of atmosphere. Um, tons of action and um, a lot of humor. So instead of like, for example, instead of hunting the Psyots, the Harbinger kids, um, Bloodshot in the movie is basically hunting a string of nerds. He's hunting all of the scientists or like uh, computer guys who know the secrets of his technology. And it's never like made clear. I don't think they made it clear. Are these, are these scientists running away from rising spirit because they are good? Like they want to, um, stop the, the program or is it because they actually want to steal the technology? You never really figure it out. I didn't figure it out anyway. But, uh, the boss of rising spirit want, wants to track him down and it kind of makes sense. Fine. You know, why not keep it secret? Uh, keep control. Um, and that's ultimately like his undoing. Uh, so it's definitely a Frankenstein style of uh, plot, which I thought was great. Actually, it totally works. Um, but this concept of like, he's basically the nerd hunter now. <laughs> I wasn't totally convinced. Is this, is this really going to happen three or four times in the movie? Yeah, it really happened. He went after these uh, science guys again and again. But at, towards the end, I was just like, you know what? Fine. It's funny. They they played every single scientist character for laughs. You know, they're these, they're meant to be this bad, terrible person, like the head of this secret organization that kidnapped him in the, in the dream. And yet, uh, when they, when they are confronted with him, they're like, no, please help. I, I don't understand what's happening. Uh, they lied to you and all of this. So um, it's just a complete like anticlimax every time. And it, it got pretty funny towards the end. So that that is that is great, actually. Uh, I can't I can't and I won't spoil any of the jokes. You still need to see the movie if you listen this far. Trust me on this one. 
it is really funny when those different uh, hackers or um, programmers, whatever they're meant to be, they get a lot of a lot of the best lines. You could kind of sense that the writers or the directors, and I understood that Dinesh Amdasani was still on involved at this point, still on the team. So I guess also maybe he had some input into making those guys the yeah the um, kind of the the speakers of the the movie. They had a lot of lines. They had a lot of the funniest lines, like um, also at their own expense. And I loved that one of the heroes of the movie is KT. Got a strong female hero. She kicks a ton of ass in this movie. She has this amazing underwater karate sequence which is just in there to make her look cool and i really appreciated that it was great she can breathe underwater i guess that's the idea or it just is there to show that she's just great badass kind of person who loves doing karate underwater and why not um and then she does some kind of martial arts in the rest of the movie uh which is also cool fantastic and her superpower is apparently just that she can breathe uh she's a super breather which um, doesn't sound very kind of big macho, uh, but that's the way that she actually takes down the whole organization, which I thought, again, was awesome. You know, she's underestimated, uh, whereas actually her powers are the ones that take down Rising Spirit and, like, take down the boss of uh, of the bad uh, organization at the end. That was totally cool, totally amazing. Um and she's kind of on a level up there with Bloodshot at the end. I thought was was a great uh, style, much like some in some ways the comics, and in some ways even even stronger than the comics. Uh, so that was great. Love to see more of her. I'd love to see more of Wilfred Wiggins as well, um, the uh, the British guy, the computer programmer who's just like, hey, he's brilliant, full of. Um, like all these great moments, he's obviously full of himself as a as a programmer, as a hacker or whatever. Um, they, I mean, they really milked this stereotype of the super hacker who can do anything just by typing a little bit. So maybe um, I I felt that maybe also they were aware of that that it's kind of a stereotype, and they made him this funny guy, uh, very kind of self deprecating. Uh, but also kind of awesome in his own right. And he looks, he kind of looks more and more awesome as the movie goes on. That was brilliant. And yet at the end, uh, he's still like living in this little caravan. He's living in a very humble caravan that's being pulled along on the back of this Jeep. So there's this kind of ridiculous contrast between Bloodshot and KT in their tough, big, uh, Jeep or whatever it is. And then Wilfred is in his little caravan. That's great as well. Um, that's also so valiant. So cute. You know, it almost makes up for not having all of the Harbinger Generation Zero stuff. Who cares? I mean, just it's valiant. Put some new characters in there and just go with it. Um, I, I love the nod to Axe at the start. You know, get some uh, call outs, callbacks, whatever to the uh, to the background. But basically, I didn't feel that down um, as a valiant uh, reader. I, I always say I don't read comics. I just read valiant. That's pretty much true. The bad guys. I mean, I kind of felt sorry that there weren't so many recognizable bad guys. Although um, generic uh, Project Rising Spirit 
um, boss of the week is definitely a valiant trope that happens and um, whatever his name was in the movie um, he didn't he came across as a kind of uh, almost uh, too generic <laughs> uh, boss but that that was fine as well you know um, yeah that that actually fits in a way yeah the more I think about it the more that actually just works so well um, and the remaining two bad guys uh, it did feel like it was just those two guys so Tibbs and uh, who's the other guy I'm trying to look for his name I thought I'd forgotten is it Jimmy Dalton yeah Dalton and Tibbs okay so again they're kind of generic um, super enhanced uh, tough guys which for this like very up close and personal kind of action sequences really worked uh, you see in the trailers they're having this long battle in a lift shaft and it's even longer in the movie it's super long super dramatic and really like understated yeah it's basically all takes place on this one location and they're just upping the action more and more yeah i love those dr octopus style kind of robot arms that um uh, is it dalton yeah dalton has got there uh, i felt they could have done more with tibbs and his robot legs or was he the guy who was riding on the on the bike yeah, I got it mixed up. Yeah, robot arms and robot legs, right? And then the, the, the blind guy gets his moment where he's riding on the motorbike. Also awesome, uh, like a kind of manga style almost, I thought. And again, more like crazy humor in there. Yeah, brilliant. But the um, the best uh, action for me was actually in the, in the tunnel where um, he comes for Axe, I think it is, Martin Axe. Um, and you find out for the first, uh, first time that this, this isn't really a terrorist kind of chief until that moment. You could kind of believe maybe it was. I don't think anybody's really going to be that surprised when they see the plot twist in this movie, to be honest. Um, so I don't feel too bad maybe about spoiling this stuff anyway. Uh, you got to watch it more for like the atmosphere in the tunnel sequence where they spill this flower everywhere and everything's like covered in snow it seems like snow and that's what you see in the in the trailer where bloodshot is drawing the smiley face on the window that scene is so atmospheric with this deep red everywhere and the white snow over everything um, and obviously the black shadows in the tunnel you can hardly see what's happening and then you get like a glimpse of something out there um in the shadows really cool really good and the feeling that like bloodshot is slowly getting this awareness of his own powers as well um and learning what he can really do what he's capable of this that scene was really well done um yeah they could easily they could have done it again for my money they could have skipped out the motorcycle scene or something i don't know i don't know it was good um, I'd see it again just for that part. I think that that was cool. That was a really cool scene. Yeah. So I put here naming bloodshot. Why? What does naming bloodshot mean? <laughs> so um, yeah. Oh yeah. That means uh, Ray Garrison and all of that, right? I mean, the the implanted memories thing. It really got kind of a little bit tiring. In some way, as the movie went on, like seeing the sequence again and again. But on the other hand, that was like, it was a good opportunity to bring, um, 
KT's character to life. I really felt like everybody's character had more of an arc in this movie than Bloodshot himself. Uh, and that's kind of true, again, to the comics, I guess. So, um, if you if you really want to see this and you are thinking like, oh man, have they betrayed, you know, have they betrayed the comics? Have they betrayed the vision? Um, not at all, I would say. Absolutely not. Um, Vin Diesel is a great bloodshot. Please, Mr. Diesel, make us another one. <laughs> that would be great. If they can put in a couple more of the Valiant Universe characters, that would be cool too. That would help uh, have a little more banter and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I hope that they bring back some of these supporting characters like Wiggins and KT. Who else was in there? Yeah, I'm sure there was some other characters that I've just uh, I've forgotten. I didn't feel like there's many characters. It seemed like a very kind of like simple and maybe that was the point, maybe that was the budget, and maybe that was the restrictions, I don't know. Um, certainly they spent a lot of time like showing you these beautiful landscapes and beautiful shots of uh, Budapest and all these amazing places, and I thought that worked, uh, totally worked for me. Um, I'm kind of tired of big spectacular effects and um, just mind-bending, you know, shots of stuff flying in space whatever i enjoyed the fact that it was a couple of characters it was kind of like minimal number of locations was minimal like um plot points that had to be hit i kind of was a bit sad there wasn't a little bit more of a twist uh at the end but um hey look there you go i won't spoil what happens at the end i think you can figure it out <laughs> i think i could have figured it out before I went in the movie, so um, that maybe was the only disappointment for me. I, they they could have surprised me a little bit more, but then I mean, it's like a it's it's basically like a homage to the whole concept. It's like a homage to the character, um, and if you look at it like that, then it's just awesome, um, really awesome. So I saw the movie uh, last night, or actually this morning, I guess. Uh, 1.30, was it worth going out in the middle of the night to see this movie? Yeah, definitely. Um, love to see it again. I hope that uh, everybody who hears this will go and see it at least once. Go see it twice. <laughs> um, and bring a friend who's never uh, read a Valiant comic before, because I think they'll love it. Good. Uh, wishing everybody a happy weekend. And stay Valiant. Oh yeah, go to nerdylegion.com to get even more of this, including probably the world's best Valiant podcast, Valiant Central Podcasts. Yes, nerdylegion.com. It is the best. Okay, sayonara. Stay Valiant.
Alright, that's that's <laughs> So it goes. That was my transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com.